Welcome back, sporting fans, to another... Well, we're going to be spectacular in this episode of Paint the Wall Podcast. I, of course, as always, am your host, Steve, and I am joined this week by a man who believes the hokey pokey isn't what it's all about, but you all know him as Logan. Hashtag overrated. That's all I got to say. Uh, no, I 100% agree with you. Uh, yeah. Absolutely 100% agree. There's also, a lot more to life uh, than that. Yeah. I, I've i got nothing more for that one. I agree. Um which means we can dive straight into this game that neither one of us want to talk about. As they, do we have to? Uh, well, you know. Um, as I guess that's our all job. of our listeners and you as well know, Logan, our season is now over. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did fall to Houston in Houston, which I don't think is that much of a surprise, really. I don't. I don't think us okay. losing that game necessarily is a surprise. I think how the game transpired was a bit surprising mm-hmm. and a bit of a bummer. Obviously, I um, can get behind that. But like, you know, we talked about it a lot. We were playing with house money anyway at that point, so it's like, mm-hmm. but yeah, what are you gonna do? You know, I mean, I had Houston yeah. in the final. That was my final prediction, uh, which sure. didn't happen. Um, as yeah. we now know, uh, as we were recording, the final yeah. is set. Uh, only one yep. team made it from any of our predictions, and it's just Wade. <laughs> uh, Wade was the Shot only up. one with a prediction. He got LAFC in there. Uh, he did pick them to lose to Cincy, who, again, is not in even in the cup final. So we sucked yeah. all the way around. Yeah. Um, but anyway, to this game, I don't know. What are your opening thoughts? Um, I mean... My first thought is this is a prime example of why you don't want three weeks between playoff games because the game was just horrendous all the way around. That's true. Um, it was both teams. Neither one. Nobody wanted to keep the ball. Um, nobody wanted to play smart soccer. Nobody wanted to play sound soccer. It was just really, really bad all the way around. Um, that being said, we were worse. It 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 just really felt like, and I don't. I don't want to go back to hating on Peter, but I'm going to do it for a second. It really felt like we came with no good game plan whatsoever. Um, I don't, I don't feel like there was any rhyme or reason to what we were doing. I don't feel like there was any game plan that was put in place. I feel like the game plan Peter came up with was uh, just go try to score. And that just didn't happen. Um, It was just really, really bad execution play all around. Just didn't feel good. Uh, and then we'll we'll get to the elephant in the room in a minute. I mean, there's there's the obvious, uh, pretty big moment in the game, but we'll we'll get there in a minute. We have thoughts. Yeah, um, yeah. Honestly, I didn't have a whole lot of thoughts on this game either. Uh, like you said, it was two bad teams. Uh, or sorry, not two bad teams. Two teams that played poorly. Um, there we go. just happened yeah. to play worse than the other team. Um, Correct. And uh, honestly, if I'm, if we're being honest, I don't even know that we played worse than the other team. Uh, they just got a goal. We didn't necessarily yeah. play because they scored on a set piece, um, and it was a mm-hmm. fairly well executed uh, corner kick. We didn't have a whole lot of defensive effort on that one. Um, yeah, but I, I think overall, I, I don't even I don't even necessarily think I would say that we played worse than they did necessarily. Um. No, I would probably agree with that. 
we it just was just bad all arounds. Yeah, we just couldn't score. Um, we didn't really have any good chances until late in the second half. Um, and then we mm-hmm. then we had several pretty good chances. Um, their goalkeeper we stepped did. up and mm-hmm. made some pretty good saves. Got to give credit where it's due. There, I mean he he mm-hmm. kept the, he's probably the reason they won this game. Honestly, well, that's yeah, one of them. Yeah, um, and then yeah, like you said, elephant in the room. Um, that was yeah. absolutely handball. Hundred percent. I mean, uh, no question. Just for anybody who. Anybody who didn't watch, uh, and if you didn't, what are you doing? Um, 41st Why are you minute listening of the to game. us if you don't watch the game? Yeah, that's true. Um, 41st minute of the game, Alan Polito gets a uh, wide break. He gets a shot on goal. Keeper makes a great stop, but uh, Daniel Shalway is there to uh, um, to get the garbage, picks it up, takes the shot. Uh, keeper was well out of, out of play. Uh, defender for Houston, uh, uh, Eric Svenjko. Um, Nice job. He hand he handed the ball. He he took his hand. He smacked the ball. Uh, well, that's not. And that happened, was it. And well, okay. <laughs> the thing is, like, basically, what happened is the ball was coming in, um, and he was bringing his arms into his body. It you could probably the argument that I think most people are making is he was trying to bring his hands and he was trying to make himself as small as possible. There's two big points that I have to make. First of all, it was hand to ball. He brought his hand towards the ball. Right there, that's all I need to see. The other issue, none of the handball, the intent, the did it deflect off something else, none of that matters because he directly stopped a ball from going into the goal. Right then and there, that immediately makes everything else irrelevant. He stood on the line. He stopped the ball from going in. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you play everything perfectly. If you do that and you and you immediately stop the ball from going into the goal, that is a red card. That is a penalty, all day long. Well, so with your hand slash arm, with your hand slash arm, anything below the armpit. Yeah, because Sorry. if he had, if he had stopped the ball from going in the goal with his chest, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. That's the point. That's that's his whole job there. But but yeah, I agree. It did come in. It hit him in the bicep. I think the story in my life. The front uh, view on that one was a little misleading. Um, it, it, yeah, re- it really kind of looked like it hit him in the chest in the front thing, front view. But when you go mm-hmm. to that rear yeah. view that they had, that rear look at it, yes. you can clearly see mm-hmm. his arm like move, his bicep. I don't want to yeah. say jiggle. You see the- like. Our arms jiggle yeah. when they get hit. His arm <laughs> it, does not jiggle. It reverberated. When it gets hit. Exactly. Yeah. You it can, reverberated. Yeah, that's better. You can you can see the movement of his arm when the ball hit. Yeah. It was very clear that yeah. it hit his bicep, um, which Absolutely. is below the armpit, the armpit line yes, or is. whatever it is that they say, bottom of the armpit line. Yeah. Um, right. You know, so that absolutely should have been a handball. And I believe you said I honestly stopped paying attention uh, to the news about this. But did you say that they, the refs mm-hmm. did come out and say it was a mistake? That is correct. Um, I I don't I think they've been doing this all year. Um, but Pro does a weekly video where they recap uh, big calls and they will uh, kind of provide context surrounding the the calls. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's accountability, which I appreciate. Um, but Bro did come out and admit that they messed up the call, that they missed it. Well, so. pre- appreciate you, um, I guess. Thanks for the apology. Who cares? Yeah. I wonder if Peter will still that be That is fine. now, probably. 
<laughs> that is now two playoffs in a row that we have been eliminated from the playoffs because of a missed handball call. Mm-hmm. Going back two years ago to RSL. That's so, true. Uh, now, I will say that one uh, was more directly why uh, we didn't make it. This one, this happened in the first half. We had plenty of chances yes. to score after that and didn't put them mm-hmm. in. Um, mm-hmm. Again, back to Ethan yeah. Clark, goalkeeper for Houston, made some pretty good saves. Uh-huh. Uh, we weren't right in yeah. the right spots, so like, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on it too terribly much. That, but obviously, I do agree 100 percent that should have been a PK. Also, we have to make that PK for for this to matter. Uh-huh. So you're um, right. And yeah. my my whole thing is, I do try to be in the camp. I'm probably not very good at it, but I do try to understand that single plays do not make games. You have to execute for 100 or for 90 minutes. Single plays do not win games. But when we're talking about a, a PK, that we're pretty good at PKs, mm-hmm. uh, and then being down a man for the entire second half, that changes the entire landscape of this game. 100%. Yep. Um, I, I think this is one of those where that single call did change the entire game. We still should have executed in the second half. We still should have scored. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, we still... We still got robbed of a chance that we earned, and yeah, that's. I'm so sick of VAR, not. They're so scared to make the big calls in the big moments, mm-hmm. and they're so scared to go just go look at the call, just go look at it. Instead, they spend five minutes talking about it, and they decide not even to have the ref look at it. I, how do you not even give him a chance? Right. It's just so, so egregious. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I used to love VAR, and I still love the system. There's just the execution's awful. If, if they would use it, yeah. Like, the system's great right. if they're going to use it. And I, of course, I, I, I'm sure a lot of people that listen to this podcast are also Chiefs fans. So they're going to listen to this <laughs> right after what happened to us against the Packers. And it's like, this is just a, sure. this is just an instance of... In multiple sports, the same exact concept of if we have the technology, why are we not using mm-hmm. it? The only difference yeah. really is in soccer, we do use this technology a little bit, uh-huh. just not mm-hmm. enough and not effectively enough. And this is Correct. just the most recent example of it happening directly to us. Um, yep. Yeah, that was that was a, that was a yep. bummer call. I know there was another on uh, Agata's shot. Uh, his point blank shot. There was another call for a handball there. I've watched that replay probably fifteen times. I am fully mm-hmm. in the camp that that was not a handball. It hit him. It hit him square in the thigh, almost square in the you know the giblets. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, I don't think that one was a handball. There was a lot of people on Twitter saying that we got there were two handballs that should have been called. Uh, yeah. I. I. I don't agree with that. I I'm in your camp. I don't think it was a handball. Yeah, I don't see anything there. I didn't. I didn't think that one was either. But I don't know. I mean, I, I guess with the rest of the the rest of the game, we did have several chances. Shallow. We had several good chances. Um, sure. We did sub um, early. Well, what I would normally say early for us, except for you and I, uh, were texting during the game. And you had said mm-hmm. something about how Peter always subs in like the 89th minute or something like that, which I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. true. But then I had a thought and I was like, wait a minute, hold on. So I went back and looked as far back as I cared to. I stopped in like probably April 
because then I was okay. like, I don't want to relieve these games before this literally at all. Um, That's fair. But all the way back until April, there was only one sub. Or there was only one game where we didn't sub before the seventy second ish minute. Okay. And that okay. blew my mind. I literally, I literally was like, yeah, he's got a point. And then I was like, well, no, because last week, and I was like, actually, the week before that, and the week I was, my original thought was, I bet is. If I remember correctly, it goes back to after League's Cup. When we came out of the League's Cup, that's when Peter started mm-hmm. changing some things and subbing a lot more. Yeah. So I went back and looked, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, actually, before, we had several halftime subs. We had lots of 65th to 68th minute. I'm like, he actually mm-hmm. has subbed, like, a lot more this year than he usually does. Yeah. So To be fair, I would argue that a big reason why there's been so many more uh, inj- or, uh, substitutions is because of injuries and minute restrictions yeah, this year. Probably true. Definitely had a lot more of that. But yeah. I'm not here to, to speculate that you know, he has done better at substituting this year. Yep. Um, we did get um, – we got Tommy in. Uh, he came in for Gotti, uh-huh. which personally I would have preferred him come in for Rodoya. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. But at the same time, Gotti looked really gassed, and he did play for Israel um, earlier that right. week. So he was the only one on our team that ha- I think that had actually played recently. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about that again. Talk about what? The fact that he was playing for Israel in the middle of the playoffs. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That we'll come back. Yeah. We'll come back. Okay. All right. Cool. Um. And then we did see Willie Agata again, which I was excited for because he scored last time against Houston, and Pert Near did it mm-hmm. again. Um, yeah, he he has. This was not the year we were hoping out of Agata. Now again, he broke his leg, literally broke his leg. So he did that. He did obviously. The problem is, is we it, didn't, but we just didn't see anything out of him right. when he was on the field. Right. Unfortunately, it does look like the outlier was not this year. The outlier was the year which he did really well. Um, yeah, I do think, unfortunately, that's uh, looking like it was the outlier. I am more leaning towards agreeing with you there, but a little part of me is still like, you know, we had the first part of the year, and then he broke his leg, and he really hasn't played mm-hmm. really any meaningful, you know, minutes since he broke his leg. So I'm like, you know, yeah. I, I, I do feel confident he will be on the team next year, so we will definitively get an answer next year if he's, if he's worth it mm-hmm. or not. Um, sure. So I guess we'll just well, the jury will just still be out on that one. But I definitely lean more towards agreeing with you on that one. Um, we also did see Zusi again, uh, which we, we will cross into another conversation later, which makes a little more sense why we saw him uh, there at the end of the yeah. game. Um, same with Roger. Same exact well, thing. Davis. Davis also looked terrible. That's true. Um, and I think terrible is not the right word. Well. Davis was getting beat real hard. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, Zussi was the logical choice, but also I think maybe some other things may have played into it a little bit. But, again, we'll get to that here in a Possible. minute. Uh, it's just a theory I have. We'll never know. Um, same with Roger. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Tough loss. Uh, that's really all the notes that I had written down. It just kind of was a yeah. bummer. We had so many chances there at the end and pretty good chances mm-hmm. and couldn't score them. Again, Credit to Ethan Clark. He made some pretty good saves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's that's a wrap, though. That's all we got this year. But, hey. It is. It, it's, 
it's easy to be upset about how this ended because of the way the game was played. Uh-huh. But we didn't win for 10 games. That's a third of the season. <laughs> we didn't have a single win for a third of the season. Yeah. And yeah. we and we lost in the in the semifinals, conference semis. Conference semis by one goal. That's you know, if you had told me in April, hey, you guys are going to lose to Houston, the conference semis won nothing, I would have been like, hell yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah it, yeah, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, but do we have a bad handball call again? I wouldn't have even cared. I would have just been like, sweet, awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, sort of. I don't know. I I go back and forth. Uh, losing with house money still sucks. I agree. Um. I do think, but for what it's day, worth, we get blitzed by LAFC anyway. So, I think. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I think we, we, we even got LAFC. smoked against LAFC. So, you know. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. I don't know. It did give me some positives uh, to look forward to next year. Um, plus, yeah. getting back in the playoffs is good. Making a decent little run in the playoffs is good, too, you know. Yes. Uh, at least we didn't get beat in the first round by a wild card team. <laughs> Oof. Suck, suck St. Louis. Anyway, um, here's and here's my thought. Here is listen. We get to go into the off season. Everybody relatively healthy. Yep. We get to have a true off season, and we, assuming there's no setbacks, we get to go into next year healthy. Yep. And. That's going to do this team a world of good. Um, if we can take this team that is largely unchanging, mm-hmm. um, which we'll talk to again in a minute, um, I, I think we we have a really good team. I think we have a really good shot next year of of doing making a deep run. I agree. Now let's let's uh, put a bow on this this game and this season here um, with our MVPs mm-hmm. from this game. Um, and then we can honestly skip all the rest of the stuff we normally do, and we'll just transition into these other yeah. little topics that we want to talk about. Um, but yeah, give For me sure. your give me your MVP from this game. Uh, MVP was hard, um, honestly, from both teams. Even trying to find an MVP because the game was like really, really bad. Um, but I I think you have to give it to um, to Herrera, Jesus Herrera. Uh, he just looked really dangerous the entire game. Sorry, Jesus Herrera. Hector Herrera, my apologies. Um, he looked dangerous the entire game. I mean, we, we kind of mentioned earlier, he made Davis look silly a lot of times. Um, and he put a great uh, uh, corner kick on that, that led to their winning goal. Um, he was, I think, clearly the best player on the field. Maybe, I know we talked about Clark. Um, Clark maybe is probably second best. Um, but for me, I give it to Herrera. And also, just because I'm looking at it, point of clarification, it is Stephen Clark, not Ethan Clark. Oh, good call. Uh, I don't know where I got Ethan from, honestly. I'd, not knows? a clue. Um, yep. Fair enough. Well, actually, I'm glad you clarified that, because my MVP is Stephen Clark. <laughs> um, yeah, I was also impressed with uh, Herrera. I hate playing him; always have. Uh, that's exactly why that game is a perfect example of why yeah. he's just he's dangerous in the midfield and moving the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
without Stephen Clark, we win that game two to one, regardless of the penalty kick stuff. Mm-hmm. With, without him in that second half, we win that game two to one. So that's fair. Um, and minimally, one one, we go to extra time and PKs, which mm-hmm. we all know we're winning PKs. Um, yeah, we also including Houston. Houston also knows we're gonna win PKs if we go to PKs, <laughs> so we don't want to do that. Yeah, very, um, very true. But yeah, I think uh, I I had to give it to him. Also, I'm a goalkeeper. I'm always, I'm always gonna default to other <laughs> goalkeepers. So um, that's fair. All right, hit me with your MVP then. My MVP. Um, I believe there is one. Uh, very, very clearly one person who deserves it. And uh, go ahead and roll your eyes now. That is the VAR for the game, Carol Ann Chenard. Yeah. What uh, the hell, Carol? I, I would ask why, but what the hell? we just talked about it for uh, 20 minutes. So I know exactly yeah. why. Yeah. Um, yeah. My MVP, uh, I was kind of stuck between two, honestly. Okay. Um, I ended up primarily going with Jake Davis and it hurts my heart to say okay. that but mm-hmm. just in the spirit of being fair he got smoked all game he got roasted he did the whole game 100% uh including mm-hmm. on the goal the ball went right over his head yep. on the goal and i maybe yep. maybe he just can't jump as high as that other dude i don't know but mm-hmm. he just got smoked it, which seems so strange because yep. that that is the only game i have watched him where i'm like man he doesn't look good mm-hmm. um um, yeah, it might have something to do with the fact that that's the only time he's gone three games without playing a game uh, at any stretch. But yeah, true, who knows? True. Uh, my other honorable mention that I am I am going to mention because um, I'm curious what mm-hmm. look you're going to give me when I say it. Um, my other one I was struggling with was Alan Polito. Yeah, I don't blame you. He didn't do a it single didn't thing. Look great. The entire postseason. Nope. No, he didn't. Uh, he didn't. I don't think. I think he, I saw a stat. His expected goal contribution was like a point oh eight or something like that for the whole yeah. playoff. He didn't yeah. do anything. Nothing. Mm-mm, not a thing. So not a thing. We get, he wins comeback player of the year. He's our MVP for the whole regular season and the playoffs start. And he's like, "Thank you. I'll see you next year." And it's like, nah, we're actually we're actually not. We're we're still playing. And he's like, "Next year." <laughs> I I don't know. It was very weird. Um. Yeah, agreed. But I didn't want to mention it during our other ones because, well, weirdly enough, I'm superstitious a lot, and I didn't want to mention it and be the first one to mention it and have it jinx it in the rest. But now that we're done, where where was he the entire playoffs? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Anyway, all right. Well, I'm good with this game. Actually, I'm going to spring something on you really quick that you didn't know was coming. Love it. And neither did I until Uh just now because I just thought of it. I'm curious, besides the obvious, who is your MVP and MVP for the season? Ooh, I love that. Besides the obvious. Um, Obviously, we have an MVP, so you can't pick him. I think MVP does have to go to Jake Davis. Okay. Um, Listen, he... He joined a back line that was atrocious, mm-hmm. and he held his own. Um, he is 20-something years old. He's he's young, uh, and he looked in- incredible and really made me think that we might have our new right back for the next 14 years. 
So, uh, Jake Davis, I think our season looks way different without him. Uh, I love that. That was probably going to be mine, but I figured you might pick it, so I had a backup just in case. <laughs> um, and I think <laughs> I'm going to go with Remy Voltaire. Mo- okay. Mostly because his position was the only one from game one to game 38. Yeah, 30, whatever. However many we played, uh, including playoffs, his position was the only one that I never worried about, ever. Never once had a thought, never once had a question about it. I just knew if he's on the field, we're good. That's fair. And he played so much. And I don't think, I think there was like one time I remember talking about a single mistake he made in a game. Yeah. Um, but he just, I don't know, he was very consistent in a in a uh, environment and a team that was not very consistent most of the year. Um, he was kind of our consistent piece. Uh, him and Eric Tommy, um, though Eric Tommy had some injury towards the end, that, you know, he wasn't playing as much. But that's yeah. what I'm going with, Remy Voltaire. I love it. So uh, not a not a not a sexy pick, they may say, but it's a it's a good pick. I think it's great. I, I know it's it's hard to like when you think of okay, who's somebody that we didn't say their name a whole lot uh, ever. I'm like, well, him, mm-hmm. and he played pretty much every minute. So the fact that we never talked about him means he was either really good or, well, no, couldn't be really bad because that's Kyrie, and we talk about him all the time, um, which is a <laughs> seamless transition into our MVP for the entire season. Uh, shall we just make gentlemen's agreement that we both know that it's Kyrie Shelton and we just exclude him? Yes, I agree. Okay, yeah. deal. Right. Polito and um, Shelton are the two... We don't talk about them. Okay. My MVP, I think one of us, I mean, I, I it's got to be Danny Rosero. Interesting. I just, yeah. listen, when the guy is on, he's on. He's a great asset to this team. But there's so many dang times that he just forgets how to play soccer. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. And you can't be that unpredictable when you're one of our center backs. You can't do it. Agreed. So, for me, he's my MVP. I would have been right there with you, 100%. Okay. Till the playoffs happen. <laughs> and then just like all of a sudden in the playoffs, our center backs are rock solid. Both of them. And it's just yeah. like, okay, Agreed. don't know where this was all year, but we probably would have been at least a two Ooh. seed if you guys could have just played like this <laughs> all year. <laughs> right. Um, so now if we're talking whole season, mm-hmm. just in the spirit of going somewhere different, because Danny Rosero was my was my initial thought, um, I'm going to okay. go somewhere different, and I'm going to go somewhere kind of surprising. Okay. I got to go with Daniel Shallowy. You know what? I don't hate that either. And not at all. Really my reasoning is it's his own fault because he normally plays at this level which is mm-hmm. not really expected from, you know, just a left wing like right. that. But this year he mm-hmm. played at what I would say is kind of just a normal level for a left wing yeah. to kind of a quiet level. 
Uh, so yeah. that regression lost us a lot of goals, I think. Um, now he did have mm-hmm. you know contributions and stuff. He was you know he did he did play well, but I just think yeah. from from what we would normally expect out of mm-hmm. out of him, we did not get anywhere close to that till the playoffs. He did play a lot better in the playoffs, but yeah, that's that's totally understandable, and I can almost agree with that. Um, I don't quite think I can put him at that level, but I do very much understand why you would. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely underperformed, and I he started the season looking horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of games in the first 10 games that he got MVPs. Um, he just really didn't look good. So, yeah, I don't hate it. That's true. Um, now, I am... Second. Now, keep in mind, the main reason I went here is because you took Danny Rosero. So I just wanted to come up with something different. <laughs> but uh, looking at his stats, I mean, he had 33 starts. Uh, he had seven goals mm-hmm. and 10 assists, 73 shots, 30 of which were on target. Okay. So really, that's that's really not that bad, I guess. Um, let me look at his playoff stats here. Two goals, two assists. Yeah, he was he was a stud in the in the playoffs. But you go back to like twenty twenty one, he had sixteen goals, eight assists in less starts. Twenty twenty two, he had the same amount of goals in six less starts. Uh, he had way less assists. He only had three. But I don't know. So I don't know. I guess really it, it just. It just felt like he wasn't as big of an impact as he usually is. Yeah. No, I agree so with that. That's why th- I agree with that. That's 100%. why I'm going with that. I'll just stick with it. Um, okay. And hopefully okay. Daniel doesn't hate us because I said that. <laughs> Sorry, so. buddy. We love you. Um, all right. Let's wrap this thing up a little differently than we usually do. Usually we do best of the rest. Yep. I don't really care. It's Columbus and LAFC in yep. the final. Yeah. That's where we're at. There you go. Um, I don't know who's going to win. Probably going to watch it because it's probably going to be a good game, honestly. Uh, probably, yeah. Um, <coughs> I don't really need to do good, bad, and ugly. I mean. I'm good. I don't really have a good, and the bad and ugly is the fact that we're lost. So uh, we don't have a next week, yeah. so no predictions. So let's talk about roster updates because they did conveniently come out after you and I ran out of time to record last week. So this works hey. out pretty well for us. It's uh, like it was planned, right? Uh, go ahead. You want to? <laughs> you want to run down? Uh, you have it up, right? You wanna, yeah. You want to run them down? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, so, out of the players we had with the contract options for this season, uh, we did exercise the options on the following players: uh, we had Stephen Afrifa, Willie Agata, Robert Castellanos, Jake Davis, Danny Flores, Chris Rindov, Johnny Russell, and Remy Voltaire. Um, unfortunately. Um, we did decline contract options on Roger Espinosa, Courtney Ford, Felipe Gutierrez, and Graham Zusi. Um, and then the following players are out of contracts. Uh, we have Cam Duke, Gotti Kinda, and Kendall, Ma- Kendall McIntosh. Um, the article here says Sporting has extended a bona fide offer to Kinda. The other two players, we believe, are... Uh, their contracts are being allowed to ex- expire. Um, and then I guess I can just run through the roster because here's where the roster stands as of today. 
Um, so at goalkeeper, we have Tim Melia and John Polskamp. Defender, we have Jake Davis, Robert Castellanos, Andre Fontas, Tim Leibold, Logan and Dembe, Caden Pierre, Chris Rindov, Donnie Rosero, sorry, Danny Rosero, and Robert Volder. Midfield, we have Ozzy Cisneros, Danny Flores, Felipe Hernandez, Neiman, or Nima Rodoya, Eric Tommy, and Remy Voltaire. And then forwards, we have Steven Afrifa, Willie Agata, Alan Polito, Johnny Russell, Daniel Shalley, Kyrie Shelton, and Marion or Marinos Johnny's. I can never say his first name. Marinos. And and that's that's it. So obviously the two big names there, uh contract options being declined for Roger Espinoza and Graham Zusi, uh two absolute legends at the club. Yep, they'll be on the wall for sure. Hundred percent. Both of them. Day one, as soon as they can. Let's and honestly. I think what's what's gonna happen with one of them. I think Graham's getting a job at at, at the club very soon. Okay. Um, let's come back to those two. We'll finish with those two. Okay. Um, let's just touch. Is there anything else from this uh, that you think is interesting, confusing, a good thing? Sure. You know, whatever. Um. So out of the guys we extended contracts or we exercised the contract option. Um. The only one that really jumps out to me is Robert Castellanos. Um, I'm honestly very surprised we did that. I know we're thin at center back, but he really did have a pretty torrid season, mm-hmm. and I'm really surprised we brought him back. Um, so that one surprised me. Um, out of the guys that we are allowing contracts to expire, or that are out of contract, Cam Duke and Kendall McIntosh, neither one of them really surprised me. Uh, Cam Duke just never really got a lot of time anymore, and McIntosh, I think we proved that he is absolutely no better than Pulse Camp, um, and we don't need three goalkeepers. Well, I say that. Apparently we do because of last season, but aside from the point. Um, and then out of contract declines, obviously we have Roger and, and Graham, which we'll get back to. Uh, Gutierrez, I'm okay with it. I didn't necessarily love the signing to begin with. I don't think either one of us did. Uh, but the big one there is Courtney Ford. Uh, Courtney Ford shocks me that we did not take the contract option on him. Um, maybe there's something we don't know. There, there's probably more to it. But I thought he was going to be a really good center back option for us. And I thought he was going to compete for the starting job next year. So that's the biggest surprise for me. I think out of everything is that Courtney Ford, they're allowing his contract to end. That surprised me a lot. Fair enough. Um, I agree on pretty much everything you said. Castellanos, uh, depth, I guess. I don't know. He's probably cheap, too, so that probably helps. Um, yeah, probably. Afrifa is interesting to me just because he never played for us, and he never played for SKC, too. Well, he played for us like a game or two well i i know but like i mean like he never minute, really played you know yeah um and yeah, he yeah. barely played for skc too so that one was just kind of like okay i i guess um depth mm-hmm. not sure uh yeah as far as extending contracts or the ones out of contract i don't like that cam duke is just out of contract and we probably won't re-sign him um uh, mm-hmm. because i like cam duke but i get it he obviously did something <laughs> Well, I mean, we talked about it yeah. last week or a couple weeks ago about what we're, what you know, Cam Duke just isn't learning fast enough. So, yeah, if he needs if fair. he needs to go somewhere else, fine. He's not really making much of an impact on our team anyway. So, 
whatever is what it is. Um, I agree with Kendall. I feel like Kendall and Paul's camp are basically the same, uh, <laughs> same ish anyway. Uh, I would rather keep Paul's camp also over Kendall. Uh, we will still have three goalkeepers, I'm sure. Um, but we have a kid on SKC two who's pretty good and really young, so I assume they'll just bring mm-hmm. him up if we need him. So, yeah, um, I think the Felipe Gutierrez, all them declining contract options for him tells me is that they also acknowledge that that was a pointless signing because uh, we yeah. signed him, paid him some money, he played a little bit. He actually played well when he played, which surprised me why he didn't play more. Um, but then we decline a contract option, so it's like, okay, well, this was completely pointless. I don't know why we even did this to begin with. Um, and Courtney Ford definitely surprised me. Um, now, there could be more to it than than we know. Potentially, maybe he's not as healthy as they were hoping. Um, maybe mm-hmm. he's not where he has to be. Could be. I don't know if this is a thing. I know it's a potential thing in NFL that doesn't really happen very often, but we could be declining this contract option so that we can just sign him to a different contract that's cheaper. I maybe, but I doubt it. Because um, they talk about that. It, Especially it, it never happens, but they talk about it in NFL all the time about how, like, oh, they're going to decline this person. They're going to release him. They could just re-sign him tomorrow for cheaper. Yeah. Uh, it never ends up happening. Usually. Could. Yeah. I guess usually the way I hear that happening is like in the NBA, especially. Um, but the it's the opposite direction. The player declines the player contract option so they can negotiate for more money or build a better team friendly deal. Like you've seen LeBron do that a lot. Sure. Um, he'll sign like one in one deals and he'll play for one year, decline the option, renegotiate. Um, I just don't see that happening, especially because the team posted their thank yous and you know goodbyes and all that if the team was going to resign him i feel like they wouldn't have done that i uh i guess i didn't really look but i didn't see a goodbye to courtney ford i saw roger yeah he was on there oh he was well he was on there was like a like a just a generalized thank you where it showed players of um different players so I see I'm scrolling through their Twitter right now. Um they did the one to Zuzi and the one for Roger Espinoza, which if they hadn't, I would have been pretty pissed off. So I'm glad they did that. Yeah. Um there's a goodbye oh, they also did separate posts, goodbye videos for the two of them. Correct. Um and then there's the roster move. Yeah, I don't see anything about Courtney Ford. There's one on Facebook, um, and there's a post that says, Sporting Blue through and through. Thank you for everything. Um, and it shows Cam Duke, Courtney Ford, Felipe Gutierrez, and Kendall McIntosh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's just a weird one, I guess. Uh, I, just, I, really, I agree. I really thought Courtney was going to come in and really compete. Maybe he's not healthy. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. But yeah. to the two big ones now. The two ones that we actually yeah. want to talk about. Uh, yeah. Who do you want to start yeah. with? Well, let's start with Roger, because I know which one you're the most upset about. So we'll just start with Roger. Yeah. Let's do that. Roger Espinoza. Listen. Red card Roger. Red card Roger. <laughs> Listen, man. You and I have had our ups and downs. I've 
been very upset with you a lot, but at the end of the day, you truly were a tremendous asset to this team. Um, let's see, look at some of his accolades. Uh, he helps, or he led the club to three Open Cup titles, 10 total playoff appearances, um, second in team history in appearances and minutes, fifth in assists. Um, he's the Sporting's all-time Open Cup appearance leader. Um, he's just done so much for this club. He's been a part of so much of our history. And we're going to miss him. We're going to miss his fire and his spite. It's just, it's hard. Yeah. Um, surprisingly enough, this was the one that my wife was the most upset about. Um, Interesting. I showed her Zeusy stuff, and she was like, oh, that sucks. And then I showed Roger, and she goes, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> she likes him because he tackles people and uh, tries to hurt them. <laughs> and I oh, said, sure, sure, and I said, course. you know, that's why a lot of people love Roger. <laughs> um <laughs> He do, This did kind of come back to why, so not so much Zussi, why he came in for Davis. That kind of made sense in the Houston game. Roger coming in made yeah. no sense to me, um, especially yeah. at left. That didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And also, I, I well, skipped over this note, but he looked absolutely gassed in that game, and he only played like eight <laughs> minutes. Yeah. He also wasn't playing left back. Like they substituted him for Libel, but he you know, they they switched to like a, a three something something formation. Yeah, true. I mean, you're going for a goal. Like you're playing one at the back. Let's yeah. be real. <laughs> but he just, he looked um, so yeah. gassed in that game immediately. Yeah, and I was like, well, this is weird. But so to me, it kind of made sense that maybe they let him play in the last game, knowing that this was going to happen. Maybe. Especially I also have Zuzi. a hard time buying that. I have a hard time buying that just because we're talking about a playoff game on the line. I don't think that that would factor into a substitution. Personally, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think maybe it did a little, and the fact that we didn't really have any other options kind of just allowed them mm -hmm. to be like, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and, you know, we, we really maybe. would like to do this, and also we don't mm -hmm. have any other options, and also... Jake Davis needs to come out. He's just getting smoked over and over and over again. So yeah, that's fair. we need to have him that's out. Zeusy hasn't played since he got hurt, so it makes kind of sense nope. to put him in. I don't know. Maybe they were like, well, we're already putting one in. We might as well put Roger in because Roger hadn't played all playoffs. He hadn't played in a while, actually. Um, No. Well, I think he was playing leading up to it. I think he's made steady appearances. Yeah. But I don't know. Who knows? I, either way. We will definitely miss both of them, for sure. We will. Um, I'm sure you... Hang on. I didn't, I was I didn't get to do my love letter to Graham. I was going to say, you have your uh, breakdown for Graham as well. Go ahead. I do. Um, Graham. Um, I know you've declined all of my Instagram messages. Um, <laughs> I, I just want you to see my dog. Um, his name is Zeus. Uh, formal name is Zeusy. Um, so, you've always been one of my favorite players. I've loved your your professionalism, the way that you carry yourself on and off the pitch. Um, I've just loved everything about you. 15-year uh, professional career at sporting, uh, won four major championships, the 2013 MLS Cup and Open Cup titles in 2012, 15, and 17. Uh, he is the longest tenured player at one club in league history. 
Uh, he was a MLS Best 11 honoree in 2012 and 13 and has a team record seven MLS All-Star selections. Um, he is Sporting's all-time leader in appearances, starts, minutes, while ranking second in assists and total goal contributions. Uh, he is an absolute gem of a player, uh, and I think we will be really hard to find another man like him. Hopefully we can get even a small bit of a shadow of him in Jake Davis. Uh, Graham, I'll miss you. Likewise. I think we all will. Now, yeah, they will both be on the wall. They will both be back. Absolutely. Uh, I agree. I do think Zussi coaches for this team at some point. 100%. Um, depending on how 100%. well he does, I could see him being Peter's replacement. Because sporting obviously has a thing with long tenured players becoming long tenured coaches, so <laughs> that would kind of <laughs> make sense. Um, although we'd still mm-hmm. have Benny Fellhopper um, as a, as an option for we that do. exact same thing, but still, I still think that could happen. Mm-hmm. Roger, I think, is going to go play somewhere else, and I hate that. But <laughs> yeah. I can't decide who I think is more likely to go play somewhere. I think, honestly, I think Graham is more likely to get a, to get a spot if he wants it. I think Graham is more likely to be the one to say, no, I'm done playing. But I think if he does decide to play, I think he's more likely to get a spot. Yeah, I th- the only reason I think it's probably Espinoza is because Zussi's coming off of an injury that he clearly mm-hmm. never got back to full health right. for because he never played again this year till yeah the, you know that's very Houston true. game but he only played like 10 minutes so i mm-hmm. i don't know i would lean more towards roger wanting to do it um whereas he may just be like not nah, good i'm good right but i don't know who knows we'll see at the same time part of me thinks that if either of them were planning on retiring they would mm-hmm. have done that instead of this we wouldn't have got a their declining contract options for these two players, they would have retired. They would have had the conversations with them and been like, "Hey, we're not gonna, we're not gonna pick up your contract options." And Graham or Roger would have been like, "I'm gonna retire. Can I just do that instead?" And they would have been like, "Yep." I would agree with you. Before the Matt Beasler situation. Because Matt Beasler was just as high of a of a stature at this club as either of these two guys, and he had no idea he was leaving at the end of the year. Yeah, I guess that's true. he made the comment that he wished he could have said goodbye, and he never got that chance. Honestly, it would not surprise me if neither one of these two guys knew that they were not leave or that they were not coming back. Um, that may just be the mo of this club, uh, and maybe the club didn't know. Maybe the club decided last minute. Um, maybe that's just they don't have those conversations until after the season's over. Maybe that's how it works. Um, but I don't. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if neither one of these guys knew that they weren't coming back next year. Yeah, I agree. I would like to think that they would have learned from the Beasler thing and been like, "Hey, maybe these uh, club <laughs> legends that are going to be on our wall one day should probably get the opportunity yeah. to say bye if they want to." Um, uh-huh. I don't agree that maybe they didn't have the conversation until after the season because this came out like what f- three days after our season ended. Yeah, There's... they have the, the MLS requires them to have the information posted within X number of days yeah, or something. They 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 made these decisions weeks ago. I 
They're, they had to have. Probably. If they didn't, then they're terrible at building teams, which we don't need to get into that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there's no there's no way. They made this decision a while, which, as much as it sucks, Probably. I do agree with it. And that's, that's maybe too. what we can wrap with here is I am curious if you think it's the right move, as much as it sucks, if it's the right move. Mm-hmm. Um, yes and yes. Yeah, I agree. I think I we do. have to shift towards some youth in some yes. way. Uh, the I only, really, the only one that I think there's any sort of argument for, maybe having kept him, would have been Zusi, simply just mm-hmm. so that he can continue to mentor Jake Davis. But maybe they've already had yeah. conversations about how they're going to bring him in as a coach, so he can still do that without having to take up a roster yeah. spot. Um, I do think with where our midfield is now, especially, we don't we did not need Roger Espinosa. We didn't need him this year. No, I agree. Um, we definitely don't need him. We need some we need to bring in somebody younger. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. That's where I'm at. Now I totally this agree. is gonna all go out the door or out the window when we sell when we sign Antoine Griezmann. Um <laughs> but I will be okay with that. I'm fine. Yeah. With, I'm fine with it. Me we'll too. take him. Bring him on. I don't care. I don't care how old he is. Bring him on. Man, I hope that happens. That'd be so cool. <laughs> would be really cool, but oh, I don't think so. I don't know. He's a huge Man, Chiefs would fan. Take a pay cut. He's a huge Chiefs fan. He, he is. loves Patrick Mahomes. He is. Uh-huh. Uh, could happen. Uh-huh. Patrick has made more improbable things happen in that city. I do believe that, like we've we have had Griezmann and Mahomes in the same room mm-hmm. recently. Yeah, several, a few times. So, yeah. And I'm just saying, you remember that? You remember that one time when uh, Mahomes was like, "Hey, you know what I miss about Texas? Whataburger." And Kansas City was like, "We got you." <laughs> Here's 900. Of yeah. Them. So I think uh, he has quite a bit of power in the city and with all these clubs that yeah. he partially owns. So <laughs> listen, if if recent events have proven anything, if Graham Zusi or sorry, Graham Zusi, if uh Lionel Messi could end up in the MLS, how big of a deal is it or how much crazier is it to think that Griezmann can end up here? Right. And apparently, um I guess we only had a certain level of confirmation, but Ronaldo also mm-hmm. almost ended up here. That is the rumor and that I do mean I literally don't know if I here, like not here because I'm in Colorado, but our our yeah. squad that we're talking about that Correct. that apparently almost happened, and that's without the, Patrick. The unofficial information. I mean, obviously the team is never going to confirm this, yeah. um, but supposedly that was the rumor is that the the decision came down to MLS or the Saudi League. Mm-hmm. And if it was MLS, it was going to be sporting. Yeah, apparently we had made him an offer. And Somehow. Saudi just made him. Well, I assume, I'm going to assume that it's the same type of offer that Messi got. Oh, 100%. And Cristiano probably looked at the Saudi offer and was like, that's just all money. I would rather do that. Yeah. Um, Whereas Messi saw the more long-term yeah. gains that could be had. Exactly. But Probably right. Let's see what Griezmann does. Open. We don't need another midfielder, but we'd take that one. 
Um, real quick, we're already pushing time on this one, which was funny because we thought we'd be short. I know. Um, what do uh, what do we need to sign next year? I still think we need some help at center back. Although, like I said earlier, our center backs in the playoffs were an absolute brick wall. If we can just keep that, uh, then uh-huh. I'm going to be a lot happier. Yeah. But I would like more depth that's not named Robert Castellanos. Um, unless <laughs> unless he's just going to get really good, too. Um, yeah. I would like to see Here's... another... F- I'm going to say forward, front three yeah. option. Uh-huh. I-, I don't want a starter. We've got our starters. Shallowy, yeah. Polito, Johnny Russell. Don't ever change that for the rest of my entire life. Don't ever change that. Um, got it. But I-, I would like another option. Um, I still think we're going to see some more Willie Agata and see what he thinks. See what he can do, mm-hmm. um, but I'd like another mm-hmm. option that's more like a Eric Hurtado. <laughs> I want him back so bad. Oh. I've never let yeah, that go. I've funny. literally never let that go. He was so cheap. I don't no. get it. I will never let he it. He was go. good. Well, wasn't he a an expansion draft victim, or am I thinking of somebody else? I don't. I don't think so. But maybe I don't. I don't think I don't he was. Know. But yeah. who knows? That was years ago. He, here's my wish list. Um, we need a starting a new a, a a person that can start at center back. I'm not saying they have to take the job again, like you said. If we get the the center backs from the the playoffs, I'm golden. Um, but we need somebody who can start at center back. Uh, we need somebody who can be a backup right back because right now we have nobody. Um, and then we need somebody who can be that that first sub attacker. Um, Eric Hurtado, what are you doing? Come on back, you know. Um, we'd love you. I will point out we do have Caden Pierre. We do have Caden Pierre. I just don't. We haven't seen him. No, we haven't. But we hadn't seen Jake Davis either. So um, that's we true. saw a little bit of Caden Pierre this year, and he looked pretty good. Um, but not enough to really tell what he's gonna what he's gonna be. Mm-hmm. So um, yep. that could be it. I don't know. But I like yours. I I do think we need another substitute attacker. Again, I don't want a starter. Um, and may- yeah. maybe Willie Agata is the answer, and we already have him. That would be awesome. If we could get we just, last year's Willie Agata, just, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. We just need somebody who can make uh, Kyrie Shelton go away. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. You got anything else before we wrap it up? I don't think so. I think we should let these people all go right. at least until next year. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Be completely uh, pull the curtain back a little bit for you guys. Logan and I haven't even talked about if we're going to do anything before our preseason episode. <laughs> so you might get another yeah. episode out of us. I have a couple ideas. It's more just do we want to do it. Um, you know what? We've been thing. recording every week, well, mostly, yeah. for the last uh, like 10 months. Yeah. Um, I think we might want a break. Yeah. So you will. we'll take a little bit of a break, and then we'll see what's up. You will definitely not get one from us in December. Uh, <laughs> no. we'll see about January. You will get something from us in February yeah. for sure, because that'll be our preseason yeah. uh, episode. Will yep. be sometime in February, but you know, uh, we'll see. I would say, you know, if you guys do want something, the easiest way to get us to make an episode in January would be to go to Twitter and tell us, "Hey, uh-huh. we want to know your opinions on uh-huh. relegation." Hint, that's one of my yep. ideas. Um, we would absolutely uh-huh. love to know your uh-huh. your club's uh-huh. top t- 11 
You know, <laughs> that's my oh. other idea. Oh, um, oh. You know, if you guys want to hear those, hit over to Twitter and uh-huh. just hit us up or shoot us an email. That'd be fine too. Um, you know what? I'm gonna shoot my shot right now, Steve. If we get three people that go on Twitter and say they want an episode in January, we're gonna do an episode in January. Or email. That's fine. If you or email. If fine. you if you don't like posting on Twitter and you want to just directly email us, that's fine too. Uh, Wade yeah. Wade doesn't count. You can't be one of the ones. Yeah. Um, no, but anybody three else, if, that's the bench. Card. Okay, I agree. If we get three people at least, we'd love more. Just to be fair, sure, um, sure, yeah. It, if you guys don't feel like you have to stop, yeah. At three. If you guys want to hear another episode in January, also that would just make our little hearts feel just so good, you know. <laughs> it would. That would just be great. But I agree. Um, yeah, Logan, it has Before been a fun go, season. It has been a really fun season, Steve. Before we go, guys. I just want to say, and gals, uh, thank you for hanging out with us this season. It's been a lot of fun. We really appreciate everybody that's listened. Um, we know you had a, a choice in Sporting Kansas City podcasts, and we appreciate you choosing us. Uh, we are looking forward to next year. Uh, it's going to be bigger, better, greater. Um, we are very excited for next season. Uh, we look forward to seeing you there. We do have some ideas. That will hopefully make next season even better. Um, again, yeah, like he said, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Uh, it is fun to see when we post an episode and then we go back a few days later and it says 15, 20, 30, 38. I just looked mm-hmm. as our max. Uh, it's kind of cool to have other people that actually <laughs> listen to us. And If only you yeah, guys would go to Twitter cool. and tell us that you listen to us. That'd be cool, too. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's been a great time. Three on Twitter which is PTW underscore pod, by the way. I just realized, haven't plugged that at all once this episode, so that feels weird. Jeez, um, it does feel weird. PTW underscore pod on Twitter, or X, I guess we should start calling it X. Um, Facebook, Paint the Wall Podcast, if you want. Paint the Wall Podcast at gmail.com is our Gmail. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up with those three. Let us know if you want to hear another episode in January. Logan, it's been an absolute pleasure. Steve, it's been fun. I appreciate you. Appreciate you, Steve. All right, guys. Have a good rest of your year. Bye.